Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. I'm so thankful that you've joined in today. And as I've mentioned last week, we are starting a series on dealing with the errors of Calvinism and Arminianism. Um, again, two theological belief systems that are very popular around us in the Christian realm. And um, Calvinism definitely is the most popular of the two at this moment. And uh, just giving you a biblicist viewpoint of the errors that are contained within these theological systems uh, to help us know what does the Bible say. So last episode, we touched on the life of John Calvin and Jacobus Arminus and their histories. And we looked at the first pillar of Calvinism well, total depravity or total ability of man. So the five pillars of Calvinism, total depravity, unconditional election, limited atonement, irresistible grace, and perseverance of the saints. Now, it's also known as the tulip. You might have heard it referred to in that realm as well. Through the scripture, we saw that God has provided salvation for all. God will not hide himself from someone who's searching for the truth. And people go to a Christless eternity because they won't accept Christ, not because they have no ability to come. So the next pillar in Calvinism is unconditional election. By unconditional election, a Calvinist means there are some elected by God to go to heaven. So if that is their position, and it is, then some are not elected to go to heaven, so they are elected to go to hell. The following statement is from John Calvin. Not all men are created with similar destiny for eternal life, is ordained, foreordained for some, and eternal damnation for others. Every man, therefore being created for one or the other of these ends, we say is predestinated either to life or to death. And that's in Calvin's Institute. That's in uh, Book 3 and Chapter 23. Calvin teaches that it's God's own choice that some people are damned forever. When he offers salvation in the Bible, he does not offer it to those who are foreordained to be damned. Now, without a doubt, God has his controlling hand on the affairs of man. He's God. God selected individuals throughout the Old Testament. I think of Abraham, Jacob, David, and others. They, he used them as instruments to fulfill his plan, to, uh, you know, to fulfill his will. We see that God may choose a nation. That's what he did with Israel. And through that nation of Israel, he gave the law, uh, the prophets, and eventually uh, through Israel, the Jewish people, the Savior came. And that would provide salvation for all men. God, in his foreknowledge, knows who will trust Jesus Christ as Savior. There's no doubt about that. There's no surprise. He's all-knowing. Nothing is hid from him. And he has a predestinated to see that they are justified and glorified. But the doctrine that God elected some men to hell, that they are born damned by God's own choice, is radical heresy, not taught anywhere in the Scriptures. Definitely goes contrary to what we know and see concerning the Creator and Savior within the pages of the Bible. Now, many Calvinists would quote the first half of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. 
according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, but we should be holy without blame before him in love. A quick look at that verse, and it says nothing about being chosen for heaven or hell. It says we are chosen that we should be holy and without blame in him in love. Well, that's referring to a Christian. It's not referring to a lost person. Another verse that is often used or quoted to support this position is the half verse of John 15, verse 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And you are ordained that ye should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it. Again, a examination of the verse says nothing about being chosen for heaven or for hell. What it does say is we're chosen to go and bring forth fruit, which means that every Christian is chosen to be testifying and winning folks to Christ. We need to have a good testimony that you know work for righteousness sake. The Bible teaches that God would have all men to be saved. Here's, here's a couple verses for that. 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Who would have, 1 Timothy 2, 4, who would have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Those who teach that God would only have some to be saved while he would have others to be lost, I really believe are misrepresenting God and his scriptures and his word. The word elect is numerously mentioned in the scripture, and it's a synonym for believer. It's based on God's foreknowledge. First uh, Peter one twenty eight, elected according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience, the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Folks, before the foundation of the world, God elected to save those and only those who trusted him and him alone. Election is not unconditional, but rather conditional on belief. That's what election is, is conditional on belief. You know, you're a believer if you believe. If you don't believe, you're not a believer. You you have to make that choice. Those who believe, um, those who make up a group of people from the Bible referred to as a chosen elect or chosen of God, for whom he did for now, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Uh, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, he also justified, and whom he justified, he also glorified. Nothing could be plainer. The man who goes to heaven goes because he has come to Jesus Christ to trust him as his Savior. The man who goes to hell does so because he refuses to come to Jesus Christ and will not trust him as Savior. Hey, there's no dispute that God knows. God knows everyone who will accept him, his son, Jesus Christ. There will no one, there'll be no one in heaven that so surprise God that they're there. Right? God knows. But God desires all. He, he does not just have a limited number. He doesn't have... The, the idea of just a few are elect, or even many are elect, and then there's a few who are damned. Oh, my goodness. 
That's so far outside God's word. He desires all. But it's man's choice. God created us with a free will. And we choose. I hope that has been a help to you. That that list lesson, I should say, and this episode uh, to help you understand even greater how much our God loves us and how he's provided salvation for all who would come to him. Keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.